Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. We're here today to put the she in ocean. 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 <laughs> There's a she in there. We are. There's a sh. That in that. And an e. Ocean. <laughs> it works. It's fine. Does that answer all your questions? I certainly hope so. <laughs> now that you all know, my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy and Joy. Did you know? I actually have a cool fact for you that I did oh, okay. not. I did not know this until yesterday, and then I was like, "Am I the only dummy that doesn't know? That didn't know this?" Um, did you know that the Leaning Tower of Pisa? It started sinking when they started building the second floor, and they just kept going. They like it's always been leaning. It wasn't like they built it and then it was leaning. It's like as they were building it, they got to the second floor. And it started. How many floors is it? Do I don't know, know how many floors it is. I feel like we could Google it, but it's a lot more than two. Right. And they just kept going. And I thought like, yeah, that's commitment. Like that's the kind of commitment. Certainly you'd think it would get harder to build it structurally sound. They just didn't stop. They just kept going. They knew it was leaning and they were just like, well, is it going to fall over? It was a design flaw. I don't know. I mean, it's been there for well now i have to know when <laughs> you would really think if you were going to spend so much time and money building something that you would think okay you would want it to no not that lean. can't this cannot be right did it fall construction started august 9th 1173 that i mean can't. i know it's old what no how long did it take oh it took 200 years Construction was finished in 1372. It took 200 years to complete. That's crazy. Anyway, well, and now, it wound up le- it, and it was leaning and it was the leaning. whole time. And it was leaning. Were they proud of themselves? I don't know. For spending 200 years on a leaning building? <laughs> I mean, the what's the, the logic? Because it takes so long, we don't want to go back just, and do it right. Or is it honestly? It's how I do things. Like you just started, you just got to keep going. Like I know it's, it might not be great, but you're gonna finish the job. I mean, that is think so about neat. all the cheesy tourist pictures that wouldn't exist I if they mean, hadn't made that mistake all those many, 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 many centuries years ago. ago. We're getting close to a thousand years from that. Is it? Yeah. A- Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, math is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like twenty one seventy three is not that far away. Anyway, okay, great. When I when I read that, I was like, does everybody know this? Does Joy know this? Is this just something I didn't know? Yeah, I guess I would have assumed that it would have started leaning at some point. Second floor. <laughs> Second floor leaning. But I guess yeah, it, because it took so long. Maybe if it, like, if it took. Th- 40 years to get to the second floor i kind of get why they'd be like well yeah we're not going we're back now we're just gonna make this a thing <laughs> we're in this now. you guys this is the leaning building 
Mm-hmm. So maybe at that point they figured out how they could change the design so that it would lean, lean. but not fall. Right. Is I it mean, ever going to fall? So, I mean, so according to the internet.com, it said that the, the tower began to lean during construction during uh, in the 12th century, so in the beginning, due to soft ground that couldn't properly support the structure's weight and it just got worse like the more um stories so really that were added. <laughs> design is the issue here design is the issue design is so important you yeah. can't just oh so by 1990 the tilt had reached five and a half degrees the structure was stabilized by remedial work between 93 and 01 which reduced the tilt to 3.97 degrees so they've had well, to and do they can't they can't totally fix it because up. then no what it, that's like it's really pretty actually now that i'm looking at a picture of it i guess well and I've it's never, leaning that's yeah. its thing right they can't fix it at this point imagine if like, like i'm sure the, the technology exists now to, to fix, fix it, it but they well they, they can't they just did, be like we have a normal tower now they did remedial work right if it wasn't leaning it wouldn't be what it no one would care right yeah nobody would be able to go and like pretend like they're holding right. it up or anything right. like that now i want to see it the george washington monument people do that with the george washington monument they do like funny touristy pictures what's wrong with it no i'm just saying nothing's wrong with it oh, it's okay. straight up and down so oh. maybe pisa should consider right. just fixing it maybe they should and it could still be a tourism draw do you guys remember for those thousand years <laughs> <laughs> when this building was crooked. When I was here, <laughs> the building was not straight. Yeah. Anyway, well, every you're all welcome. You're welcome. That's so interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess when it takes 200 years to build a building, though, it's probably going to be different by the time. Right. I guess by the time you get to the top, you just start again at the bottom. I don't Because it's like old again. It's old. Like, yeah, the now bottom it's old. Of the it bottom is old. Yeah, by the time they finished. I know. <laughs> Are you The weird? bottom of it was like... And like sunken. there's stuff in it our country that has been around for 200 years and just the bottom of that... It was 200 years, years old. when they finished, they finished it. it. Wow. I want hmm. that kind of commitment. That's all. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I want the commitment. Well, that's it. You're welcome. Fun very fact of the week, you guys. Send us all of your leaning tower info <laughs> if you have it. For those of you who live in the city of Pisa, <laughs> feel right. free. Let us know. Please. What are your thoughts? Please, thank you. Is there like a movement, like a straighten it out movement? <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Unlean the leaning <laughs> tower of Pisa. If you know about it, leave us a voicemail. 470-465-0475. Your voicemails lately have been great. Um hey, guess what? Your joy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. About everything you just said. Yes. As far as I know. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Um, I am Joy and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Summer. And summer, um, it w- is just occurring. To, a few things are occurring to us. One thing occurred to us right before we started recording this episode, <laughs> which is that we are just at about four years, four years of recording Sheologians. Four years. I mean, man. In my head, it's just 
It's just been three forever. And it started leaning on the second year. <laughs> it started leaning about two years ago. Those and we are just and, building. Those she's and hers were faltering. <laughs> just, but we keep going. And we've we've got 196 years left in us <laughs> to keep doing this thing. <laughs> so. Well, and then what I also realized this morning is that it's what's kind of strange is that for the last um, few years... Mm-hmm. Three, mm-hmm. we have taken the entire month of October at least oh, off. Yeah. Because last That's year, Georgia right. was born. The uh-huh. year before that, we Matthew and married. I were married. And the year before that, you and Eric were married. And I moved. Yeah. So basically, our first October was really our only, only October, October until now. But even then, we're taking the next two weeks yeah. off. Because I mean, you guys, that won't affect you guys because yeah, we're still fine. recording episodes. But <laughs> You guys are fine. Yeah, that's weird. We don't really, like, October is our normal month off. Yeah, October was kind of just what we, that's it's so just funny. how it worked out. Yeah. But. And yeah, four years. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I feel ancient in podcasting years. I know. That's crazy. I mean, we're not, listen, Dr. White, we know. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Dad, I can hear you right now. No one is going to catch up to the dividing Listen, line. No one is as old as you in podcasting <laughs> years. Okay, I get it. It's he fine. does receive that honor. He does. I yeah. mean, in general, I don't even know. No. Well, it was like my dad, and it was like my dad and White Horse, and yeah, and that's like mm-hmm. it. And then they were the first ones. Well, see, my dad originally called it a webcast because right. my dad was doing this online before podcasts were a thing. Right. So it was a webcast yeah. and a radio program, like on actual airwaves. Well, so, that's yeah. why Apologia Radio was on not a radio. called Apologia Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, I guess. Apologia a little dated. Podcast. But why does that sound so wrong? It's it is wrong. That's why we can't change it. No, it's too late now. It's anyway radio. Yeah, for the internet. (laughs) (laughs) My dad sometimes he'll still say he never he doesn't call the dividing line his podcast. It's his webcast. I mean, fair enough. He can call it what he wants. He He earned that, didn't he? (laughs) At this point, he can call it whatever he wants. He did earn that. (laughs) He's riding his bike right now. That's not a joke. Anyway. We literally wouldn't be here without him. <laughs> so he can call it whatever he wants. It's fine. Podcast it's fine. wise, in terms of just being, being here, here alive, me, just <laughs> wouldn't be alive. I hope he's alive right now because he's doing so. Some we'd crazy like to dedicate these last four yeah. years to <laughs> it's all for you, James White. Um, anyway, people are starting to call him Summer's dad. Bless his heart. He's like, oh, people have been to me like, what? Oh, James White? You're related to him? Like all the time. Like people don't find us through my dad anymore. Or sometimes people find my dad through us. It's weird. It's very weird. Very weird. Anyway. Anyway. Hey. Um. Oh, can I tell you about my ring? I've been waiting. Yeah. I've been waiting to tell you. Okay. Have I told you? Oh, I'm oh, going to show you okay. in a second. Okay. I'm so happy. I noticed you're wearing it on your thumb. Yeah, because it's too big for any of my other fingers. Okay. And I'm going to have to like, okay, so my thing, I started doing this when I was real little, but every time I'd go to the beach, I would find a nearby shop and buy a ring. Okay. And I've been doing that since I was like nine. Like, okay. I don't know what it is, but like, if I'm going to visit a beach... Like, I have to come home with a ring. All right. Like, that's a thing. And I haven't really been conscious of it because 
it's been such a pattern of life <laughs> that like it wasn't until this trip that I was like, <gasps> I always do that. I do this every time. What? So um, we were in Laguna this past weekend. First vacation ever. Just With me just and my you and Eric, husband. yeah. We've never, we've never gone. I haven't been on a vacation. I don't even know. I haven't gone out of town for fun since 2010. (laughs) Wow. It is now 2020. It's It's been been a while. while. Yeah. Like it's always had to be like work related or family related or just something. Usually when, usually it's family. Yeah. You know, it's. We yeah. came down for your wedding, but like right. we came down to like work, you know, and it was quick. Well, yeah, it was like we, but we've never gone out of town just to like be together and relax, right? And do First nothing time. and like eat. Yeah, it was great. It was out. three days. It was just the right amount of time. Four days. Well, we came back on the fourth day. Whatever. The point is, okay. So we're in Laguna, and uh, there's this little record shop, the cutest little okay. record shop. I mean. I could have spent every dime in there. It was just, <laughs> I wanted every album. Uh-huh. I wanted every t-shirt. It was adorable. It smelled like hippies. Yeah. I mean, it was just great. And up front, they had like the most random assortment of jewelry. And I was like, this is it. Like, I'm going to find, ring. I'm going to find my Laguna ring here. Like, it's going to be here. And so Eric pointed him out to me and he was like, look, enjoy this ring. I'm so excited. <laughs> this ring. I cannot even. This ring is so perfect, except for the size. I need it. I'm probably gonna have to like tie string on it. But anyway, there's the ring. Oh wow! I know. Guys, it has a little octopus on it. It's um, so cute. Okay. But not like um, it's yeah. like a button ring. It's like a button ring with yes. like a picture, like a cute picture of an octopus. Yes. Not like a metal octopus. Right. So do you know what the like Pennsylvania Dutch are? Like uh-huh. their jewelry. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah. It's you know, so what? Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. You're right. And, but an octopus. Right. And so it was like perfect on all fronts because my grandma, she was super into Pennsylvania Dutch. Okay. She like had original Pennsylvania okay. Dutch pieces that she gave to me. And anyway, um, so when I saw this and it reminded me of that and I had an octopus, I was like, there it is. I found my it's ring. Perfect. It was the perfect ring. The only it's problem is, is I have abnormally small hands. Like my ring is a, my ring size is a three and a half. <laughs> so my fingers are really short, but fat, <laughs> super fat, it not thin fit. at all. So I have to wear, I think what I'm going to do, cause it's still too big for my thumb is I'm going to tie string on the bottom. So that Eric can. offered to like break it and make it an adjustable one for mm-hmm. me. And I just am not willing. I'm t- I don't want to do it. Does he have like. I feel like he could do it. A what torch? can't that man do? You know. Does he, he have welding capabilities? He probably has a torch somewhere. <laughs> Does he need it? Maybe we're overcomplicating maybe, it. Maybe we are. Maybe that's the thing that <laughs> women do. Anyway. So yeah. That's Very nice. my ring. And I'm, and I'm glad you guys got to go away. It was perfect. We had For a the best, little bit of time. We had the best time. It was hilariously perfect. And yeah, I'm happy to be back. But anyway, that kind of leads me into my first random thought I wanted to bring today. Okay. Um, we're just chatting with you guys. We're just today. chatting. We have, I have some random thoughts. Um, so as you know, what I wanted to do was just like go stare at the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Like if I could do anything. Right. <laughs> For a few days, it was go stare at the ocean. Um, and I was thinking, 
as I was sitting there on the beach, how like there's all this stuff in the ocean that no one's ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like humans aren't like, we're not witnessing it. Right. Like even if like, unless you're in a sub and you're explicitly going, this is so it's very weird how, um, different our brains are but like it's almost like our baseline is the same our baseline yes no i think that's true actually that's a great way not to in this it. episode but in the next episode you'll absolutely see what i mean by that because we're so gonna excited. record another one so yeah, that yeah. you guys don't have to right because we have to take to two miss. weeks off for other things but that's hilarious okay anyway just keep that in mind keeping it in mind okay so there's all this stuff in the ocean that we can't see like i'm sitting on the beach i'm looking at the water and I love looking at the water because it's not just relaxing, but it's just like, it's this, it's endless, right? Mm-hmm. And it's big and it puts me in my place, right? Like right. I'm so small. It's humbling. It's humbling. And it just, the, looking at the ocean, it do, it orients me to that whole idea that we run into scripture all the time about how creation testifies to who God is like creation points to all these things about God. Right. And, um, so I'm looking at the ocean and I'm like, it's so big and it's so powerful and I'm so tiny and I can only see like three miles each way. You know what I mean? Like even it's crazy how little I can see, which makes me feel even smaller. But I was thinking about how I'm staring at the water and there's this whole world below it that I cannot see who can see it. And then it just like hit me. It's like, this is so, this is so pointing to the fact that like creation and the whole world, like it's about God. Right. Because he's the one that can see it. Who can see every inch of the ocean? Who knows what's going on underneath there? God does. Mm -hmm. And the point of creation isn't that our eyes may see it. Right. It's to glorify God. Yeah. And it does. I think about that whenever on planet earth or blue planet or whatever david attenborough is always like mm-hmm. and this snow leopard's never we've never filmed one of these before mm-hmm. and it's like well but he was still doing all the same that all snow leopard was doing all the same stuff he did on camera right. just not on camera and nobody right. ever saw it and right. he's a rare animal and he like and then before him there used to be a bunch of snow leopards and because they live this weird harsh existence right there's no more snow leopards and right but we like we weren't even a part of any we, of that. It has It's not dependent on us mm-hmm. in any way. No. And it's, there's a way in which it's for us, but where it's really not for us. Right. I mean, think about, um, of course, being at the beach, you think about the sand and then you think about God's promise to Abraham about how yes. he's going to have mm-hmm. children as, as innumerable as the sand of the sea and the stars. Okay. Well, we know now there's more stars than there are sand, which. Right. Who can wrap their brains around that? Mm-hmm. It's a one with like 23 zeros behind it. That's how many planets or sun stars we think yeah. there are. Mm-hmm. We think there think, are, yeah. which is a number so massive. I can't even, none of us can comprehend well, it. It's, it's like even looking at like you were sitting on the beach, looking out at the horizon and it's like, you can't even, you can't even conceive can't of how to, far it is no. or what. No, no conception is between you and there and and it's not like the horizon is just this end point right because it curves (laughs) it does the earth is not flat yeah we are taking a stand yeah Mm -hmm. taking a stand um and i it i just thought it was very comforting but also just that thought of the fact that 
God, there are, there are, there's so many planets and so many stars that, that none of us will ever see. And, and they, but the thing is, is I think as humans, your initial reaction is like, well, why did God put him there then? We can't see him. Right. But that's so man-centered, right? right? That's so like, well, if the humans can't see it, what's the point? Right. Well, because the heavens declare the glory of God. Right. And the sky is above proclaim his handiwork. Yeah. And that's, I just, I think we need to sit and consider that more. And I know, you know, most of us live in cities and we're not really out looking at these crazy things, but like, it's important that we do it. And it's important that we take the time to consider that. And so looking out at the water, I was just thinking about how like, I want to grasp all that, like the ocean in particular. I mean, that's just, as you guys know, we are. Yeah, we're, we're just, into the ocean We're just here. into it. Um, that is where I'm like, I want to see it. I want to know what God's doing. I want to know what's down there. I want to know what it's doing. I want to see it and appreciate it and enjoy it. And you know what? I'm never going to, I mean, this side of eternity. Right. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I also, so in uh, in book club, we're reading Strangely Bright. Uh-huh. And in the first chapter, it's funny because I did that earlier this week and then I sat down to read the first chapter before book club to discuss it. And uh, Joe Rigney said exactly what I was thinking about, but in a better way. He said, created things make eternal things perceivable. God's own power and righteousness and beauty and wisdom and mercy are invisible attributes. We can't see them directly. But when we see a tornado tear across the plains, we see his power. When we stand on a giant mountain, we feel the firmness and stability of his righteousness. When we watch the sunset over the Pacific Ocean, we see his beauty. Made things make invisible attributes visible. And so, obviously, this this whole area is called natural theology. Right. Um, and, you know, Paul tells us in Romans 1 that all all men are without excuse, uh, when it comes to knowing God, because he he can be seen in nature, mm-hmm. and obviously it's through Scripture and through the gospel that we we are saved. You can't right. be saved through nature, right? Um, but he also didn't accidentally include that, right? <laughs> right. I mean, we have all the you know, so Psalm eight, Psalm thirty three, Psalm nineteen, all about um, what we can know about God from looking at from looking at creation. Here's all the things that we can. Um, no. And so um, ni- 19 is the one that says the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. Psalm 8 says, when I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? That's that like small feeling. Mm-hmm. of just like looking at the ocean and being like, this isn't even for me. This isn't for me. Right. Um, and so anyway, it's just something I've, I don't know. I was thinking about that before I went to the ocean and I've been thinking about that a lot of just how like you walk around and just like everything, everything in your life from like your heartbeat to creation, to your relationships, like all of it is God speaking Mm -hmm. and you have to have scripture to be able to rightly translate it. (laughs) You know, it's not like we're trying to look for God in this desk or, you know, some weird like, panentheism or whatever like all of this has to be discerned through the lens of what has been revealed in scripture but nonetheless um we shouldn't be afraid to 
to look at the ocean and say, yeah, God is showing me something here. And I felt it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It can be good to go outside. It can be good. If there's water, if there's an ocean (laughs) nearby, I'm going outside. (laughs) Our hotel room. Joy, I sent you a picture, right? Yeah. Of like, oh, wait. You sent me a view from your... From the bathroom? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, the hotel was great. Whatever. The room. Whatever. But like... The The hotels are just fun. The hotel was fun. But it was like... It was like a historic hotel. It was like in 1929. And um, just... It was funny. Everything about the trip was so perfect. Even the room we were given, it was like we had a private entrance to the beach. And if we had been in like any other room, that wouldn't have been the case. So it was just like hilarious. Everything went like that it was like what a joke it was so funny we kept laughing about it anyway (laughs) well i love that for you yeah it was great um yeah i think uh i personally think all forms of going outside are pretty great (laughs) not just when an ocean is involved yeah but um you are better than me in that way it's important to go outside (laughs) well it's you can also have your preferences because while God made all these vast things. They require many vastness requires many details. Like Indeed. I don't like the I don't like the ocean or I do like the ocean or Indeed. I don't want to go into the forest or <laughs> do not want to go. <laughs> do not go into the forest. It's many scary details in there. make up vastness. It's scary in there. It can be a little creepy, but yeah. Matthew's definitely uh, braver than I am. Oh yeah. I think with Georgia too, you get a little, I got, I've gotten like more cautious, skittish. Yeah, of course. Cause you have to keep her safe. It's not right. just your life anymore. Yeah. And you know, things just like flash into your head. Like, <laughs> yeah. One night I was about to lay down uh, while well, I was about to, go, I was laying down and I was about to go to sleep. And I was like, what if I sleepwalk and take Georgia outside and leave her outside and then come back inside and go to sleep. <laughs> and then I was like, I've never sleptwalked ever, ever. But it's suddenly, never happened. Suddenly but it just popped into it. my head and I was like, <laughs> you know, how you kind of like yeah. pull back. You yes. like recoil from yourself if yes. you could. Yeah. Where you're like, why am I thinking that? Uh-huh. All the time. I anyway. randomly think I'm going to fall and bust my face open on counters. Just all the time. In the shower. Oh, the shower. Are we revealing that we're neurotic? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you have a thought you'd like to um, share? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. I Mine... Um, Mine is just, uh, I don't know. My thoughts not, you know, you kind of try it when you have a podcast, you try to always come up with new, interesting things to say. And my thing, it really isn't new and interesting. And it's because a lot of my life and a lot of your life when you have a one-year-old is very, every day kind of looks the same because you need it to look the same, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're trying to work full-time job and, um, be a good wife and be a good mom and mm-hmm. I think um, you know I think that uh, I guess my thought is just that it will never it's never a bad thing and always a good thing to increase in prayer mm-hmm. um, yep because you especially when you're in the stage, the season of life that I am in right now, it, a lot of it's very, uh, like introspective, very like personal monologue. Uh-huh. You spend a lot of time thinking your way through the day. You're not interacting with a lot of people who talk to you and 
yeah you know have conversation so a lot of it's going on inside of your head yes so much and so it's important and you know even if you're not a parent of a one-year-old or uh married but if you if you're sort of in like a quiet season like Mm -hmm. an externally quiet season where Mm -hmm. uh, i mean and maybe you are single maybe every single night you get off work and you go home and you're alone you are alone um we are very much in control of the moments that we're alone and Mm -hmm. unwatched Mm -hmm. um but it's also very easy to keep those things private they're by nature private what right. goes on in your head <laughs> right. that we don't haven't discovered the technology to display on a screen the things that right. go on in your private time. Yeah. So it's very weird. I mean, you know, in the life of your Christian, a large percentage of your life is built up of these moments that are never, no one's ever going to know about. Right. But you t- have total control over. Right. Um, <laughs> so I think it's just you know uh, and it, I was kind of thinking about it in terms of the Bible reading challenge and how the Bible reading challenge is and even in many instances it can start out as uh, you kind of like relearning to eat uh-huh yes so getting into the discipline yeah. you know yeah like mm-hmm. and the point is come and eat don't right. you know don't start don't, yourself yeah don't like get caught up in the weird right. details of it and everything right come and eat come sit come set aside some time right. in reverence if you didn't eat yesterday would you be like well now i can't eat today right well don't treat your bible reading like that right <laughs> and so the idea is like It's like that, but with prayer. Mm. Uh huh. And it take it can be hard to get into the mindset that when I'm alone, I can be. We get we have this idea that being alone is your time, right? And that you have some like weird right to it, right? Yeah. So you weird. can kind of it's kind of up to you how to spend it how you want, and that's yeah. true. But the point is, is it's it's up to you. Right. To spend it in a way that time is still, that's still um, time that God knows about that Christ had to pay for Mm -hmm. um, potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know. um, I guess I'm just saying guard your thoughts when you're alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're not going to do it perfectly. But maybe consider prayer a good option instead of the The inner monologue of, Mm -hmm. well, then this person said this and this person did this. And it's like, well, maybe (sighs) just stop and pray for that person. (laughs) Right. Maybe stop and pray for your husband Mm -hmm. or pray for your children. Right. Or pray for the salvation of the children in your church. Pray right. for the marriages in your church. Meditate. Think thoughts that the Bible would have you think. Right. <laughs> instead of what and, you're used to meditating right. on, maybe. And in a way, maybe in the beginning, just to protect yourself from your thought life, just 
start to pray all the time when you're alone. Yeah. And I'm not saying that if you're not praying when you're alone and you're ever thinking (laughs) something that's not a prayer that you're wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like get into the habit Mm -hmm. of um, using your personal time that is indeed totally 100% personal, 100% private. Mm -hmm. For godly meditation. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I didn't have a great theology of meditation and thought life. Um, I mean, I could have given you the kind of like, these are the Christianese, here's what we should be thinking about kind of answers. But we don't really talk about meditation very often. I feel like the Eastern, you know, mystics have really owned that yeah. mm-hmm. and meditation has kind of become this like dirty word. But um, the last book club, that we did was God's battle plan for the mind. Right. And it there was a go. walk through like what the Puritans believed about meditation mm-hmm. and how important it was. And it was super convicting because we just don't talk about our thought life like that. Right. We don't talk about meditation. If you, if like an, one reformed Christian came up to another reformed Christian was like, what have you been meditating on lately? That would be like a weird question. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, wait, what? Oh, yoga. What are you doing? Better tweet about this. <laughs> um, but no, meditation is a Christian practice and we're supposed to be meditating and transforming our mind and thinking on things that are pure and lovely right. and thinking on Christ and um, the book I can't recommend enough for really like that thought of like being disciplined and self-controlled and um, you know you brought up like <laughs> you know you just naturally fall into thinking about like sins people have committed against you right I was just having this conversation with one of my kids they were like how do I stop thinking about this mm-hmm. and like it, it's it was so funny because this like she's a child, right. but she's already realizing like this thought is overtaking me yeah. all day long. Mm-hmm. How do I stop? And well, that's and then, a Christian practice. Right. Well, and it's where it's good to recognize and acknowledge that the pithy Christian, oh, just forgive the person. And then this, Move on, da, da, da. it's not, that's not, um, that's Super superficial <laughs> in comparison to the depth of human experience mm-hmm. god made us in this very i mean you want to talk you want to talk about the vastness of the sea the vastness even of the physiological part of our body mm-hmm. let's think about our brain that's mm-hmm. interesting think about your yeah. brain think about your brain <laughs> <laughs> like you it's it's incredibly complex so complex and um and there's for a very long time uh, Christians acted as though the Bible didn't address this hard s- stuff that didn't go away with just like, mm-hmm. all right, I forgive you. You know, like this mm-hmm. reoccurring, we kind of ignored this like uh, constant faithfulness and mm-hmm. purification by fire mm-hmm. for a long time. We were like, you just, you know, God just makes you a good person and... <laughs> Really? Don't forget to tithe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't forget to tithe. Yeah. Well, do you have any more thoughts on that? Not really. Because it actually kind of leads into something else I wanted to talk about. Okay. Which along the lines of like guarding your thoughts and meditate on the right things and be disciplined in your thinking. We have a lot of people, I guess a couple of weeks ago, I said something like about some kind of mem- verse memorization or something I was doing with the kids. Okay. Um, 
And so a lot of people have asked about just like, what do you do for catechism? What does this Bible memory look like? Like, what does it look like to like implement those things? And it's, I, it's kind of hilarious. Yes, I have implemented it. So I guess at this point I have some practice and maybe I have some advice. But it's kind of hilarious. Um, I feel weird being in a position of giving advice on it because I just did it. Like I just, my best advice to you is just very Nike. It's like, yeah. you just do it. Mm-hmm. Like just just do it. Yep. And um, you have to understand with like any new, any new practice, just like anything that you're new at, it requires practice Mm -hmm. and it requires discipline and at first it's going to feel weird and it's going to be awkward until all of a sudden it isn't anymore and that's just like everything that's like when you had to learn to walk and when you had to learn to talk and when you learn to do everything right when you typically when you first start doing something you're not that great at it um and so i think it's that way for uh just adults like if you want to work on memorizing scripture like at first yeah it might not be that fun And Mm -hmm. it might feel like a chore and you might have to write it down like a to-do list. But I would just say, so what I really started doing was um, over this past summer, the kids weren't doing school. And I was like, well, we're definitely not going to just sit around all day. (laughs) And I was like, I'm wasting this opportunity. Um, I felt like I, I would be wasting an opportunity to pour into my kids. And so every morning I just sat down with them at some point and I was like, meet me at the table with your Bibles. And we would just pick a proverb. I was mm-hmm. like, somebody give me a number between one and 31. And we'd pick a proverb and we would read, you know, two, three, four or five verses at a time. And we, we would just talk about it. And that was it. Right. And we would just talk about it. And then I decided that we were going to memorize um, Romans 1 together because that's who I am as a person. It, I mean, I mean, it's... You have to know Romans 1. Um, and even better, I mean, what could be better than to actually know it? I mean, to know off it. Off the top of your yeah, head. Yeah, to be able to say, <laughs> this is what it says. I wanted my kids to be able to be like, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. I was like, yeah, children, say it. Repeat after me. Anyway. I mean, you know, it covers a lot of the catechism. It covers, <laughs> it covers a lot. Um, and so we would just work on a verse at a time and we would go through Proverbs and we'd spend like an hour a day just in the word together. And it wasn't structured. I didn't have a textbook. And it's fine. Like for women that are like, no, I want to have a book that we're going through or I want to have it broken down for me. That's fine, too. Um, If you really want a recommendation, Founders Ministries has some great resources. So go to founders.org. Is it founders.org? Or is it a com founders? I feel like it's org. I feel like it's org and I want to double check that. Yep. Okay. I was right. Phew. Go to founders.org. Um, they have a store there. They have material there that I highly recommend. But I just think my big thing, people ask me all the time whenever I mention this stuff in passing is that people want to know, well, what are you doing? And you need to do what works for your family. Um, talk to your husband do what is going to make the most sense for you. Endurance is required for the Christian life. So yes, this is work. I don't personally, some moms do, and that's fine. 
I am not trying to make everything the most fun for my kids all the time. Like sometimes I'm like, we're going to sit here and we're going to practice this thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you need to be a drill sergeant. I'm not saying you need to be boring. Um, but memorizing scripture is important and it is a discipline and it's easier for your kids than it is for you. Right. Um, so keep that in mind and, um, you know, just do it and enjoy the number one thing I think that's important is that you're with your kids. Like, my kids would do this with me every day and they never complained and I wasn't snazzy about it. It was just right. that like I wanted to be with them. Right. That's like a really important ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you want to be with them and you want to do this thing and I think that like that flows into their wanting to be there as well. If you don't want to do it and it's a chore for you, then it's definitely going to be a chore for them. Right. Um but we had some really great conversations. I mean, I remember over the summer explaining like debt and usury to the kids because we're going through Proverbs. And, you know, after that, then sometimes I'd get like things would happen. They'd be like, oh, we read about that in Proverbs. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. And that's when it like really, <laughs> really, really becomes worth it. So anyway, um, those are my catechism thoughts. I think that you will never regret the time you spend in the word with your kids and just reading it with them and talking about it and memorizing it. That is not, that is never time wasted. Um, and just like all things, it's a discipline. So don't get discouraged and just make it work for you. So yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Sounds good. Yeah. Those are our go team. Four year thoughts. <laughs> four years of thoughts. Do you have, are you done? I have a fun question. Sure. Okay. Go for it. Um, do you have a favorite episode? Oh, man. Oh, okay. The face you made. I wish everybody saw that. What does that mean? I love the Munster episodes. The Munster episodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you guys haven't listened to those, those were, I mean, my dad would know everything to him. <laughs> recommend. Man. Those were really fun. Such. We should have him back on again. Great content for like a that. fun church history. Oh, Although yeah. I mean, Munster, can you top it? I don't think you can. I mean, I think you probably know. I don't know if you can top it because he definitely said many times that it's the craziest, the craziest <laughs> church. But I'm sure there story. are still crazy stories. I mean, there's got to be. But yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Even if we just were like, I don't know, tell us everything about. Why did they drown Anabaptists? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the drownings. Dad. I mean, I know why they picked drowning. <laughs> I know they picked uh, that water death for a reason. Well, we were at the beach and Eric, we're sitting there enjoying the sunset and it's beautiful. And Eric goes, do you think you'd rather die by drowning or burning alive? I was like, what is happening right now? Well, what was your answer? I, I guess I answered the wrong way. I said drowning. And he was like, no, 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 no. It really depends for me. Burning, I think, burning, I think in most situations would be better for me. Why? Because I'm trying to think about a situation where I would drown. Yeah. Um, it, it sh surely wouldn't be in my pool because I can swim in a pool. Yeah. So that means I would probably be swept out to sea or something mm. like that. And um, what I've decided recently, I feel like you've thought about this is before. that I can I can never spend the night at sea in the water. I can't do it. I um, 
I would never do it. What do you I mean? would I can't think of something I would want to do less than be in the ocean like overnight. On a, on a ship? Or you mean just like floating in the, in the water. water? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that sounds like the worst. Yeah, I um Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds horrible. Like I can't think of anything so else that I would so dark and just not knowing so many creatures what was anything. Uh huh. Um, I was watching this like like survival type show. Obviously, we do that in our <laughs> clearly, house. clearly. Um, because we were my doing that. husband's work. Yeah. And uh, this this couple was stuck. It was they weren't a couple, but it was like a teacher and a student that. You know, they were like graduate people. They okay. were smart and they were doing research out at sea or something. Water stuff. Okay. And so they got left and all this stuff. And then they're swimming back to shore because, I mean, it's a far swim, but they can make it. And um, they're mainly swimming at night so that like stuff can't see them swimming up above. Okay. So then they get they swim into this patch of like a bioluminescent no plankton or whatever, and so every swoop of their hand they're making, like is lighting up, and so they're like, we can't swim anymore. So they stop, and then all of a sudden, <gasps> everything starts lighting up around them. <laughs> yeah, I know. No. No. <laughs> no. That is the worst. No. What happened? Tell me the end of the they, story. Basically, they were like, we don't know what this is, but we better start swimming right now. Did they get out? They got so out. So they swam and they, I mean, they survived. They were being, telling the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't write a message in a book. <laughs> disappear. <laughs> got it. Okay, fine. Fine. But man, I cannot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just can't. Out of there. Seeing it light up be below, so I would just be like, there. no. Did you mm-hmm. watch my octopus teacher? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I because I haven't, you, the way that you set it I up know. to me, yeah. I know that I need to be able to yeah. watch it in a certain you do. headspace. Yeah. And like, and you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Appreciate so I it. need to. It's an hour and a half. You got to yeah. watch it. It's, yeah. You mm-hmm. need to block out time for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I understand. But yeah, I don't know how I forgot about everything we said because I was thinking about being in the ocean by myself at night. <laughs> Eric asked me, would I rather <laughs> oh, drown yeah. or would I rather so burn anyway, a uh, burning. <laughs> well, Eric said you would probably pass out like real quickly from the oh, pain. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that in that Now, way, I would not want to survive a burning. Yeah. Just um, take me I'd home rather survive point, a drowning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But, um, this is If such I a was weird... going to die, I would want I just feel like it would be fast. The yeah. build up to drowning for me. Mm, I understand. Okay, do you have a favorite episode? Oh. Anyway. Huh. Um I just felt like that was getting a little bleak. It really was getting <laughs> so dark. And I'm not even in a dark mood at all. Uh, yeah. I, I had a, just there. having a great time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, you know, for me, I don't know if I have a favorite episode, but I just don't know if we'll ever be able to top, as far as story time goes, the conspiracy theory episodes in, in episode. Uh-huh. Um, just in the way that it's been canonized. Like people are still talking about like right. they'll bring up Bigfoot and they'll talk about they'll be like It's become a part of Sheologian's it, lore. It's part of the lore and like people still people tag me. I get tagged every week in Titanic stuff and people are like, It was the Olympic. <laughs> um 
And that's been happening since 2018. That's crazy. I think, wait, was it 2017? It might have been 2017. <gasps> was it 2017? That, I think that was one of our first... No, it was 2018. Like, non... It was 2018 because I was married. I remember... Oh, okay. I, drew, I was watching the uh, conspiracy theory Titanic thing in Vegas, so it had to have been 2018. Oh, gotcha. But... Yeah, so it's been it's been almost three years, and I mean every week since somebody has brought this up to me. I think that was up. our first like fun story time. Yeah, yeah. So and anyway, we realized that we could do that and get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you guys about the weird things I'm interested in, mm-hmm. and you're going to be entertained. I'm here, which we're going to do next week, yeah, right? Next week, yeah. So yeah, well, that's all I have. Me too. Great. Well, hey. Um, Hit us up, four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. Hit up the store at shopsheologians.com. We have some new stuff coming out. I've been, uh, I'm pretty excited to see those oh, yeah. designs come to life. Yeah, we're working on some things. Oh wow, I'm so and excited. And it's not even the thing I told you. It's before. not even. It's things. Other. It's things. other things. I'm super. I'm gonna be buying everything I've seen lately in the design thread. I'm like, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm buying. I'm buying. Yeah, that. it's gonna be really oh, hard to. Hey guys, I'm buying that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're ready. We're excited. I'm so ready. You guys should see what we have there already. Our designer has been doing a fantastic job. And um, hit us up at patreon.com slash sheologians. That's how you can support us and be a part of the book club. And that's it. We will see you guys next week. Come on out and dance. If you get the chance, we're going to spit on the rivals. All right.